Well, let's get right down to it. As always, uh, this is People Power Politics. I am your host, Nick Sones. And, uh, you know, we're 83 days away from November 3rd, uh, which means that, you know, we're 83 days away from uh, deciding if the country will go forward or if we will continue to go backwards into the dark, distant, and terrible past uh, that Mr. Trump and uh, his Republican allies would want us to go into. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're 83 days away. Um, you know, my challenge to anyone listening to this is going to be the same as it was yesterday. Let me know what you are doing to secure a, a blue future, to secure a democratic future, and to secure that the republic for which it stands continues. Because uh, under Mr. Trump and every, uh, under Mr. Trump and other Republicans, uh, you know, they are trying to undo everything that we have done that has been great and uh, that has, you know, broken barriers and everything else. Uh, for example, today we saw a speech. Uh, the, the, the nominees, uh, Vice President Biden and uh, his chosen uh, vice presidential pick, Kamala Harris. They have given the speech now that will hopefully, uh, you know, set in stone and solidify the Biden lead, which, again, anyone who has uh, kept up with this show knows that we do not look at pools. I have not looked at pools at all. Um, but what I have seen is, you know, in, in certain battleground states, well, okay, Maybe I have looked at pools. Maybe I haven't. In certain battleground states, Joe Biden is leading. Um, I can tell you, for example, uh, in my home state of Pennsylvania, I believe that that lead is serious. And uh, I believe that that that, that lead is significant. Um, what I am not saying here to my fellow Pennsylvanians is to get complacent. What I am not saying here at all is that we should, uh, uh, you know, take our foot off the gas pedal. It is it is it is in important. It is imperative that we maintain with our feet on the gas, full steam ahead. Let's do everything we can to get Joe Biden and Kamala Harris elected. Let's do everything we can because we must. We must. Um, the, the, the future of this country, the future of democracy is literally depending on it. And, uh, you know, like I said, 83 days. We've got 83 days to ensure that this country is put back on the right track. Um, you know, we've, we've got 83 days to tell Donald Trump and his band of thugs that they're no longer welcome instead of the White House. And as Kamala Harris correctly stated today, uh, you know, she, she uh, when, when she used to, you know, be inside the courtroom in California and she'd stand up, she would say Kamala Harris for the people. The Biden-Harris ticket is clearly for the people. Um, you know, I, I, was, I, I heard something today, uh, you know, again, on one, of the, on one of the cable news shows, and I think that it's a serious issue uh, when, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, looking at, certain things. Uh, again, it seems to be that millennials are not fired up about this ticket. And, uh, you know, as, as a millennial, 
uh, I feel a certain need to uh, millennial splain. I, is, is that a term? Is, is that a term? Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I feel I feel a certain uh, a, a certain level of you know a, a certain need to millennial splain here to my fellow millennials. Look, if you cannot be bothered to go out and to vote for Joe Biden, then you know I'm really I'm number one. I'm offended personally. Okay, I'm offended personally. If if you can't go out and, and you're a millennial, if, if if you're a millennial and you can't go out and vote for Joe Biden, I am personally offended. Um, because you know what? If if you take a look at Donald Trump and everything Donald Trump is trying to do to this country and uh, and everything else, uh, you'll you'll discover something, folks. Uh, he is wrong for millennials. He is wrong for just about everyone else as well. But he is really, really wrong for millennials. Uh, whether it's you know his stance on uh, education, uh, you know, and, and allowing Betsy DeVos to basically run the education department, somebody who isn't qualified to run the education department, or it's or it's someone like uh, uh, you know his homophobic vice presidential, uh, 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 his his vice presidential pick. Um, you know, come on. So yes, I, I feel a certain level of a certain need to millennial explain to these people. Um, and I'm not sure if I've, you know, invented a new word or not. But, you know, I, I really think that, you know, again, the generation that comes right after the millennials, the Gen Zs, they're fired up. They're ready to go. They're ready for change. They're ready to give Donald Trump the boot. And, uh, you know, I don't understand why millennials still aren't. Um, you know, I mean, I think that many millennials, I know for myself, I was, oh gosh, the, the, first, the first election that I voted in would have been 2012. So I think for some other, you know, for, for some millennials, I know were, you know, 18... Or right on that 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 border there, um, and so you know I'm not sure where. I mean, maybe it's maybe it was maybe maybe the reason why millennials aren't aren't enthusiastic about this about Joe Biden or aren't enthusiastic about this nominee is because of something like you know we we live through but you. But I mean, you would almost think though that because we lived through the Obama presidency that we would have in our heads and, and in our minds, we would have a clear vision of what leadership should look like and of what leadership should be. And that to me is the leadership of former President Barack Obama. And you know the, the person who's going to restore that set of leadership is Joe Biden. I mean, what we see right now from Donald Trump and the Republican Party is basically every day, day in and day out, they are trying to undo the Obama legacy. Every day. That is that is their priority. Is chip away, chip away, chip away. You know, take take for example, um, you know, the the issue of affordable uh, affordable health care okay 
President Obama gets inaugurated. He gets it done, you know, in his first 100 days. You know, look, I understand, you know, that the Affordable Care Act doesn't go far enough. But Donald Trump wants to end the Affordable Care Act. You know, Joe Biden wants to build on the Affordable Care Act. Kamala Harris wants to build on the Affordable Care Act. So, you know, for me, when, when we are here talking about, you know, this issue or, you know, any of these other issues and millennials are, well, you know, we're not fired up, we aren't ready to go, you know, again, at, at the end of the day, I don't know what you folks want. I, I really don't. Um, you know, and I'm sure, you know, that if people are listening, you know, are, are going to listen to this, you know, I'm sure I'm going to be told, oh, well, you know, you don't speak for all millennials. And certainly I, I'm not trying to say that I do. But what I am saying here is if you refuse to vote for Joe Biden, the alternative is Donald Trump, plain and simple. The, the alternative is a man who believes in caging children. The alternative is, as Joe Biden correctly said today, a man who said that Nazis are very fine people. And that, to me, sums up what, what is at stake in this election. It is, it is either, you know, we, we will either choose to restore the dignity and the soul of this country or we will remain on a path with a man who said clearly and loudly to the world that Nazis are good people. That is the choice. That is the decision. And so, you know, when it comes to millennials and they don't, you know, they're not fired up about this, this, this ticket or, you know, they're dragging their feet. You know, I, you know, maybe, maybe it's just me, you know, maybe I've done this a bit too long now or something, but you know what, folks, this is, this is the ticket. You know, this is the team. So it's time, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I, I really kind of hate to say this, but I think, I think maybe it needs to be said. It's time that. Millennials, you know, decide that, you know, they're going to act like adults and that they are going to, you know, finally, you know, do what is necessary. And that means walking on into a voting booth, uh, you know, and, and voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, Anyone who has, you know, read anything I've written, anyone who knows me well, understands that, you know, the former vice president wasn't who I was supporting to be the nominee. But he is our nominee. And the alternative is... Donald Trump, a man who compared Nazis to very fine people. So, you know, 
I am unwilling to, frankly, make a deal with the devil. And, you know, if, if that means that, you know, people aren't going to, you know, tune into this podcast anymore or, you know, I'm going to be, you know, roasted later on Twitter or roasted later on Instagram, then, you know, that's, that's the chance that I've got to be willing to take here, folks. Because, like I said, it's, it's between Joe Biden or a man who has stated that Nazis are very fine people. You know, so, you know, look, Gen Z's fired up. I think that millennials should be just as fired up as Gen Z. Um, and, and just as fired up as, you know, some of the, uh, uh, some of the older uh, generations about Joe Biden. Because if you think about it, folks, basically what we saw was, you know, Joe Biden chose, again, a transformational vice presidential uh, candidate. And, and what we saw with, with the choice of Kamala Harris is the Joe Biden legacy be, becoming solidified. Uh, you know, he, he ran with the nation's first African-American president. And Joe Biden is now running with the, first, with the nation's first African-American vice president, vice presidential candidate. So, again, I, I think the Joe Biden legacy is clearly secured. And, and, and when we, uh, you know, arrive to the point of inaugurating Keep your fingers crossed here, folks, and, and believe me, mine are inaugurating Vice President Joe Biden to be the president. The legacy will be fulfilled. The legacy will be solidified. And, you know, again, um, you know, the, the idea that millennials just aren't fired up about Joe Biden, you know, is something that baffles me. Because if, if we're going to, you know, OK, again, take. Take, take a, you know, let's, let's take a step back here. Millennials are supposed to be, you know, this generation that, uh, you know, was all for, you know, hope and change and, uh, you know, let's, you know, end the divisions in politics, you know, let's, uh, let's get along, you know, let's, let's, you know, um, build common ground, you know, build bridges and things of that nature. But it appears that whenever this, you know, that particular candidate you know, came on along, especially in, in, you know, Joe Biden, I mean, building bridges, you know, hope and change, things of that nature. Uh, you know, we kind of turned our backs on, on that message. Um, you know, and, and it seems, it seems almost as if, uh, you know, Gen Z is firmly, uh, you know, with, 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 it seems as if Gen Z is clearly there. Whereas millennials still might need a lot of pulling and a lot of tugging uh, to come on along, uh, to come on along. And, and maybe truly what it, what it is, is, you know, that millennials, myself included, had it so well under Barack Obama, that we had it so well under the former uh, president, Barack Obama, and the former vice president, who's now running to be president, by the way, Joe Biden, and we still just don't want to wake up from you know, the dream or the fantasy that was, uh, you know, the, the, the healing and the, the coming together around, you know, transformational change. I mean, maybe that's truly what it is, is that millennials are still wanting to live in, you know, this, this um, somewhat of a, of a, 
oh, wow, I really hate saying the word fantasy land, but I mean, you know, fantasy land that, you know, Barack Obama is still, you know, somehow the the commander in chief. I mean, I know that, you know, we, we want to tell ourselves that. And I think a lot of Americans tell ourselves that right now. And certainly I'm, you know, not the first who wishes that Barack Obama was still the president. Um, but, you know, this is the hand that we were dealt with. And I think that it's time millennials uh, get engaged and that, you know, we get fired up for Joe Biden. I mean, I, I know I certainly am. And I think that other millennials uh, should be. And, you know, my, my hope is that, you know, um, you know, with all my millennial splaining here, if, if you will, that they, that they will eventually come on along. Um, you know, I mean, anyone who thinks that I am wrong, you know, can obviously attempt to, you know, have a, uh, a conversation with me on Twitter or on Instagram, you know. You can find me there at Nick Sones. Um, but, you know, I, I truly think that, you know, we need... You know, I mean, again, take take a look at student loan reform or, you know, um, you know, student loan reform or even climate change. You know, I mean, if 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 these two issues are of most importance, then I mean, you're all for Joe Biden. Because the other guys simply the the other guys don't believe in climate change and they're not going to do diddly shit. Excuse my friend, you know, my, my language there, but they're not going to do diddly shit for your student loan payments because they don't care. So, again, you know, we need to, you know, go all in on Joe Biden and we need to help uh, the Biden campaign. And, you know, look, anyone can do that by going to, you know, uh, JoeBiden.com, you know, sign up, get involved and let's, you know, let's get engaged. Let's evict Donald Trump. You know, we've we've only got. We've only got, you know, as I've said numerous times now, we've only got 83 days to do it. So, you know, we need to do it and we need to do it now. There is no time in the words of uh, Lou Reed. And if, if you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, I encourage you to go to YouTube, type in There Is No Time and, and Lou Reed and listen to the song. It's a great song. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that... Maybe a lot of millennials know who Lou Reed is. I'm hoping they do. But anyways, uh, you know, I think I think that you know that's that's gonna do it here. You know, on uh, this episode of People Power Politics, I am your host Nick Zones. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Zones. If you uh, enjoy this podcast, please uh, consider leaving us a review, and uh, as always, hit that subscribe button. Um, you know, again, make sure you're continuing to practice social distancing. Make sure you're wearing a mask. And, uh, you know, make smart decisions. And that even, you know, and go to JoeBiden.com. We've got to get involved. We've got to get engaged. We have to evict Donald Trump. In fact, better yet, let's just do it this way. Um, you know, text, text, uh, text Biden to 30330. Text Biden to 30330. That's, that's how I'm going to end it this time, folks. Uh, anyways, I'm Nick Soames. This has been People Power Politics. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Soames. Let me know what you think about uh, the episode. Let me know if you have any suggestions. Let me know if you think that I could be doing something better or you know maybe I'm doing something worse. I mean, does that make sense? I'm not sure. But anyways, 
I'm Nick Sones. This has been People Power Politics. Make smart decisions.